0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 30th of June, the end of financial year. So Happy New Year for next financial year. As usual though, with all the information contained in this podcast, It is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Now, it is the end of financial year. It is the end of the quarter. It is also the end of the month, so we might see a little bit of window dressing. We might see a little bit of what I would say uh, is probably a little bit of market manipulation in some stocks, institutions looking to make their performance look a little better Perhaps for the year, and a little bit of portfolio rebalancing. Certainly, that's something that could impact the US markets, has probably been doing so and could do so again. And of course, the US markets as well. We've got July 4th, long weekend ahead, so they will be in more holiday mode than anything else. But the scores on the doors today, as always Dow Jones closing up 270 points, 0.8 of a percent. 34,122, back above 34,000. It had a high of 295 points up and a low of 24 points down. The NASDAQ pretty much unchanged. And the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as is the usual form, up 0.45% or 20 points. 4,396, couldn't quite make the 4,400 level, maybe tonight. Fixed volatility index rose slightly, 0. 0.8 of a percent. Spy futures showing a gain of around 12 points, or 0.17 percent. We had a pretty wishy-washy day yesterday. Minus two for the ASX 200 yesterday. It was a tale of two cities, with the banks doing well yesterday and resources doing badly. Banks were up 0. 0.5 of a percent, and resources down 0. 0.6. Certainly not much stimulus coming out of China and iron ore prices easing slightly, hitting BHP and Rio as well. So that was a problem for the market yesterday, but it was a pretty wishy-washy kind of day. Uh, I suspect we'll have an interesting day today and the bias may be to the upside. We shall see. As far as uh, other European markets go, Stock 600 up a measly one point or 0.13%. FTSE down 04 Germany unchanged. France up 04 of a percent. Uh, it's good to see uh, the French uh, having some issues again in terms of civil uh, riots uh, happening overnight. So that's uh, always a nice French thing for the summer. In terms of US stocks, NVIDIA down 07 AMD up 1%. Netflix down 1.3. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up half a percent. Alphabet down 0.9. Uh, sorry, and Amazon down 0.9 as well. Microsoft down 0.2. Apple, though, up 0.2 of a percent. US banks, though, getting a wriggle on. And the big standout last night after the stress test, uh, passing with flying colors, as you would expect. Never ask a question unless you know the answer. As they say in legal circles, JP Morgan up three and a half percent. We had Bank of America up 2.1%, Wells Fargo up five, uh, nearly five percent, four and a half percent, Goldman Sachs up three, and uh, Morgan Stanley up one and a half percent. So maybe we'll see a little bit of a push higher for Macquarie today. CBA up 0.6 of a percent overseas trade, UBS used to be smart up 0.8, Barclays up 2% in the UK and Deutsche up 1.5% in overseas trade last night. Uh, Looking at the US market in a little more detail, uh, we did uh, see those banks jump on the back of that stress test. Uh, The uh, action came after the central bank said, all 23 institutions included in its annual stress test are well capitalised to weather a a severe recession scenario. 23 institutions. I thought there were 4,500 Banks in the U.S. And they looked at 23 too big to fail. Uh, other financial stocks uh, also gained. Charles Schwab, Western Alliance, and Zion's Bank Corporation also doing well. We did get some economic data as well out from the U.S. last night. It included as well a large upward revision in the first quarter GDP and a job and a drop in weakest jobless claims to its lowest level since May. Uh, The final Q1 GDP of 2% beat consensus of 1.3 and up from a prior 1.2%. Personal consumption revised up to 0.4 basis points to 4.2, the fastest pace in nearly two years. So recession, what recession? Certainly not on the cards at the moment in the US. And that was why the market rallied last night. Uh, The market's pushing towards the no recession or even a soft landing or a very mild recession in the U.S. again, despite the fact that those interest rates continue to be talked up. The S&P 500 is up 14.5% this year, and it's on track for its best best monthly performance since January. Uh, The Nasdaq is up nearly 30% and heading towards its best first half since 1983. Uh, artificial intelligence pushing uh, those technology stocks higher. The Dow is up just 2.9%. Apple is up 46% in 2023 as it nears a $3 trillion market cap, $2.98 trillion at the moment, so not a bad effort. Uh, we also saw retail traders taking some profits on these AI stocks, according to JP Morgan in the past week. And if we look at bond markets last night in the US, 10-year yields 3.842, that was up 13 basis points on the back of that GDP number being revised upwards. The two years up 14.1 basis points, 4.863, and the Aussie 10-year heading back to 4%, 3.98%. So it looks like the market is pushing for more rate rises, but the economy is still being relatively resilient. Bitcoin up another 0.9 of a percent. Uh, there's a few guys there in the Bitcoin world uh, bringing on their ETFs. Fidelity Investments is joining the rush of asset managers launching Bitcoin ETFs. Uh, they filed something on Thursday. It does seem that at the moment Bitcoin is being um, pushed higher by the ETF demand from these providers uh, that are trying to create these products. And the Aussie dollar, 66.13, not much shaking there. The U.S. dollar index up 0.4 of a percent on the back of that revised GDP number. Looking across at uh, the Russell, uh, the Russell 2000, the small cap index was up 1.2 percent, and the Toronto Stock Exchange up 0.5 of a percent, which does bode relatively well for our market today. Brent crude, looking at the commodities, we had up 1.01 percent, 74 cents, 74.31. WTI up nearly half a percent. 31 cents 6980 just knocking on the door again a 70 bucks a barrel gold despite the US dollar index rising gold was up a massive 80 cents 1908 is the gold price at the moment uh, 1908 US dollars platinum had a bad night down 1.8% copper continues to fall Dr Copper where is that stimulus copper down 1.1% nickel bouncing off the 20,000 level up 2.6%, aluminium down 0. 0.6, zinc down 1%, lead down 0. 0.8 and tin up 0. 0.3 of a percent, iron ore little change to be honest, a little bit easier in dalian iron ore futures down 0. 0.2 of a percent, overseas in china coal uh, having a little bit of a run 2.8% higher as well. Looking at mining stocks overseas, we had BHP up percent rio up 0.6 of a percent glencore up one percent freeport mcmoran up 0.3 Vale up 1.2 anglo down 0.2 and we saw as well tech up a measly 0.1 of a percent in the lithium space uh, we had abamal which is the big one let's face it uh, in the u.s up 0.9 of a percent sigma lithium though doing very well sigma is the uh Neighbor of Lion or Latin Resources LRS, which had another big run yesterday, Sigma up uh, 2.3 percent overnight. So, there we have it. As far as local news goes today, let's run through a little bit. Austrak not to pursue Bill Potter, it's not going to pursue any regulatory action. Uh, on the audit of the broker's compliance with anti-money laundering measures. Leo Lithium, one of certainly one of my favourites, has produced its first DSO, that is direct shipping ore, at the Goulamina Lithium Project in Mali. Early revenue from DSO remains on track for Q4. So some better news there for Leo, which was under a little bit of pressure yesterday. Link Group has advised... Uh, as advising it's providing for contract update and it's also updated FY23 guidance. It is advising that its contract for provision of fund administration services to HESTA will not be renewed. Link reaffirms its FY23 guidance provided that the first half 23 results now expects FY23 operating EBIT growth to be slightly above the upper end of the 10 to 12% range. Sandfire Resources, CFO Matthew Fitzgerald has stepped down to pursue other opportunities. Adairs has been downgraded to underweight from market weight at Wilson's. Target price cut to $1.20 from $1.60. My good buddy Francis Ferdin the CEO and MD of Vulcan Energy, is now moving aside to be executive chair uh, Gavin Rezos, who has been the non-executive chair since 2019, will serve on the board as a non-executive deputy chair. And Chris Marino, uh, who has been the deputy CEO since 2022, will now be the MD and CEO there. In other news, just out after hours, the Nike results in the US stock down 4.2%. Reported sales that outpaced expectations. Profit falling short of estimates, though. Looks like a little bit of price discounting has affected margins. Uh, stop, as I say, was down around 4.2% after hours trade in the US. Well, that's it so far today. Uh, thanks very much for listening. As always, uh, we'll be back again this afternoon with the end of day report. Today's question of the day, as we do hit the end of financial year, what's been your highlight and lowlight of this financial year? Love to hear your thoughts on that on the facebook group otherwise have a great day and as always may the trading gods be with you